Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you not remember where we're at because we're in the middle of Psalms? I don't, but it's not necessarily because we're in the middle of Psalms. It's because we went to a wedding yesterday. We did. And we had a good old time. There was a drag queen show at the wedding. It was amazing. At the reception. At the reception, yeah. It was amazing. It was so cool. (laughs) and really awesome. It was a surprise. Yeah. Like, they had um, put that together for their guests. So it was a surprise for the guests, yeah. not for the wedding party. The wedding party put this together, like, for us. Right. No, it was really cool. It was the coolest. Yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, because of that, well, and Psalms, I don't remember <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't even care. How about that? Because that, Psalms is fair. trash. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So that being said, um, yesterday, I think we went over Psalms. Do you, do you, do you remember Friday? Do you mean Friday? Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I meant. Um, we did... I don't know. We did a few. We did some psalms. We did some fucking <laughs> psalms through 101 is where we ended. Okay. Okay. So. I think we only did two. It was like 100 and 101. I think you're right. Okay. So today we're going to be getting into. Psalms 102, 3, and 4. Okay. And I do want to mention one thing here. We only have a, let's see, four days left on our drive that we're doing for mm-hmm. our live podcast equipment that we need. Mm-hmm. And we've only hit 32% of our goal. So oh, if guys. any of you are teetering on whether you wanted to help us out there, we can um, really we use, use that help. out here in the last four days. So text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53555. It'll send you a link, um, and then it'll tell you what to do from there and all that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, go do that. So we can get some better equipment for this uh, live event that we have coming yeah, up. Yeah, coming up on the 27th, which we also have information on our um, fa- Facebook and Twitter about that, and I think I've got it on Discord as well. So, yeah, if you have any questions about that and you're going to be in the Dayton area, we'd love to see you there, but we do need you to RSVP. So reach out to us about information on how to do that or find one of the links. Absolutely, and we really hope any of you can make it. Yeah, definitely. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the new, the, the, the not new, they're very old, so the <laughs> Psalms for today. Okie dokie. Okay, let us jump into Psalm 102. Let us. Let us. <laughs> and carrots. A prayer of an unaf- Oh wait, not unafflicted. That would you wouldn't need to say a prayer if he was unafflicted. Right, I guess. A prayer of an afflicted man when he is faint and pours out his lament before the Lord. He's crying. Oh. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me when I'm in distress. That's what I'm going to tell you next time I'm upset. Husband, do not turn your ear to me when I'm in distress. But but God specifically hides his face from everybody, Mm -hmm. even Moses. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can't tell him not to hide his face from you because he's going to. Yeah. He's he's going to be like, no. Except for then when he doesn't because sometimes he doesn't. Right. Sometimes he's like, no, I'm right here. Even though I I said specifically that. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. I am. Here I am. There I am. What else? Turn your ear to me. When I call, answer me quickly. Yeah, that's what I'm going <laughs> to... That whole thing, I'm going to tell you that. When I call, husband, you better come over here. Turn your ear this way, bitch. Mm, yeah. For my days vanish like smoke. My bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. Damn it. Don't forget to eat your food, man. That's good for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't forget to eat my food. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Because of my loud groaning. Here it goes, Reddy. Loud groaning. I am reduced to skin and bones. Damn it. This is actually a lament for a person suffering from a um, food problem. Got it. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. And they need to Starvation or... 
some sort of disease is causing them not to be able to eat. Or like anorexia, like a body dysmorphia kind of thing. Right. Probably what they need is either a modern doctor or a psychologist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. I am like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. Mm. You know, all those ruins that there always are and there's owls floating around them. Right. No. You know how owls do that? I mean, we don't have a lot of ruins in the United States, so. But I would think that they would be more overcome with bats than owls. You think? Yeah. I mean, maybe back then there was. I mean, I, I have you ever gone on like an owl hike? No. Have you? Oh, I have. Yeah, it's oh. really cool. I need to hear more about this later. Yeah. Never heard of that before. How yeah. do I not know this about you? I don't know. Married for 500 years and I don't know that you've been <laughs> on an owl hike. Yeah. All right. Take some notes because put that in your brain. I'm going to be asking about that later. Okay. I lie awake. I have become like a bird alone on a roof. A hot tin roof? I don't know. Okay. All day long, my enemies taunt me. (laughs) You're bald. (laughs) Those who rail against me use my name as a curse. Fuck you, husband. (laughs) (laughs) For I eat ashes as my food. Why do you eat ashes? That sounds really dumb. That is dumb. And mingle my drink with tears. That's... Mm, That's really depressing. Because of your great wrath. For you have taken me up and thrown me aside. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. This is somebody that apparently they're saying that God has um, punished them, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've realized that you should be feared and um, awed. And so I'm asking you to relent and I believe and all this shit. Is that kind of what we're getting at here? Sounds like it. Either it that or it's like a really bad breakup and they're like sitting on their bed um, with a pint of ice cream and they're singing, <laughs> Blue, oh, so lonesome it's just, for it's you. It's really convenient though, like people that have something bad happen to them, right? Mm-hmm. There's a million things in anybody's life that you could say like, yeah, you're getting blamed for this by God mm-hmm. and he's punishing you, right? Mm-hmm. And if you... Like, if you get better, mm-hmm. then you prayed hard enough, right? Yeah. You, you, you did enough of the prayers you did a and all good that pray. shit. But if you die or if you don't get better. Mm-hmm. You had it you coming. Did, you had it coming and you, never you didn't hard pray hard enough. enough. Yeah. Like, either way, they've got a good answer for it, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter what you say and what happens. Because God. Because God. Yeah. Like, that, I, I, I hate it. It's like the catch-all answer for everything. Because God. God. Yeah, obviously. It's so stupid. And simple. But you, O Lord, sit enthroned forever. Your renown endures through all generations. You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to her. Mm. Says who? (laughs) He decided. The psalmist decided. It's time, God. Get up in there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. It's time to show favor to her. The appointed time has come, for her stones are dear to your servants. Her very dust moves them to pity. The nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth will revere your glory. You know, this reminds me. You know how you know how there's all these people that are like, the end is nigh, right? Mm-hmm. And people claim that God's, you know, wrath and retribution and, and whatever, the, the whole uh, revelation thing is going to happen in our lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been, that's been said for literally since the beginning of Christianity. Mm -hmm. They believed he was coming back in the first generation of Christians. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, there's just no end to it. No, no. And and there's never a point where they're like, 
know, maybe we had this wrong. We might have I mean, got the wrong page number Even here. thousands of years later, like, yeah. he still hasn't shown up. And they're like, he's still coming soon. Soon, mm-hmm. even. Tomorrow, maybe. You I don't mean, know. I mean, you don't, yeah. It could be any time. It's a sign. But, like, it's thousands of years later. Mm-hmm. How long do we have to go before they give the fuck up? How long? How long will you turn your face for me? 2,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, they did say there was that article that said that um, Christianity is on the decline in the United States at like one of the fastest paces ever. I'm, I just shared something like I shared that article on um, Twitter and stuff the other day. So I thought that was like it's still not fast enough for me. Like I, I want it to be like one, two, three, go done. Right. But we might actually live to see it be in its death toll stages. That right. Maybe we awesome. started this podcast at like just the right time. Right. That'd be like badass. all these atheists coming onto the scene. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, hey, yeah, let's go listen to husband and wife. Mm-hmm. You know, atheists. They know Passing what they know on. what's up. Yeah. They knew before. Right. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth will revere your glory. For the Lord will rebuild Zion and appear in his glory. He will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. Okay. I got news for you. (laughs) I mean, this went from like a personal plea to a plea for everybody in Zion. Right. You know, like he was he was all dying and eating ashes and crying his goddamn drinks. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say eating ass instead of eating ashes. (laughs) Which is fine if that's your thing, but it was just funny. (laughs) Let this be written for a future generation that a people not yet created may praise the Lord. Oh, please no. Yeah, please Please no. could have just stopped it back then if you wanted. stop. The Lord looked down from his sanctuary on high. From heaven he viewed the earth. And what? Oh, I lost my place. To hear the groans of the prisoners and release those condemned to death. Okay. Um, what? I, I mean, I don't think you... No. What? I'm pretty sure that he didn't do that. Oh, I don't, think I don't know of any that. prisoner like prisoner release caused by God. Did no. you ever hear of anything like that? No. It was always by Kim Kardashian talking to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so the name of the Lord will be declared in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem when the peoples and the kingdoms assemble to worship the Lord. In the course of my life, he broke my strength. He cut short my days. So I said, do not take me away, O my God, in the midst of my days. Your years go on through all the generations. In the beginning, you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like clothing. You will change them, and they will be discarded, but you remain the same. And your years will never end. The children of your servants will live in your presence. According to the Bible, New Testament, God doesn't remain the same. No, it's true. I'm just throwing that out it's there. It's true. And we haven't caught there yet, but it I just wanted to say that. literally had the last half of a sentence left. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> the children of your servants will live in your presence. Their descendants will be established before you. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. I never, I never, I mean, I don't know when you're reaching the last half a sentence. I you know, know, it's just, you do that a lot. I it's do. Like, it's like somehow you know. You intrinsically well, know. I mean. God whispers in your ears and he says, refuge, no, refuge, no, 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 refuge. No. Now, I, speak. She's I almost think, done. Cut her off. I think that it's because they're getting to the point where they're making their point. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's stupid. Yeah, it's you know? true. And Wait. It, it always... Wait, no, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Right. All right, here is my notes. Um, Psalm 102 is a cry in distress, a prayer of the poor man, or a prayer of the afflicted. Okay. Right? It depends on which translation you read, but it's all those things. Got it. And it starts, hear my prayer, O Lord. Mm-hmm. This is one of the seven penitential psalms. Psalm 102 also begins the final section of the three traditional divisions of the Latin Psalms. Okay. I don't know what that means, but... Nor do I. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Psalm 102 is said in times of community crisis. It is also recited as a prayer for a childless woman to give birth and as a prayer for the well-being of an ill person. I get the two, but the one in the middle of the, <laughs> the woman trying to give birth doesn't make a whole lot of... A childless woman. A childless woman trying to give birth. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, She's ill. She... Oh, that's she, an affliction. That's, that's an a, affliction. Okay. Because she can't give birth. You know, she I can't. See. I see. She needs IVF, and instead she turns to God. I see. I see. And says that psalm, and then the magic happens. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. really, it's really sad. And that's why insurance won't cover it. JK. <laughs> JK. I mean, you're not far <laughs> off there. Right? I mean, it has to be related to that because, like, um, insurance doesn't cover a lot of things that should be covered. It's true. It's true. I, I've read um, that there is a case being brought against some insurance companies because they will cover IVF for straight people, but not gay people. Hmm. And um, because they say that with a straight couple, the woman is literally physically um, incapable for whatever physical reason. And with gay people, whatever. What? Because they're not having heterosexual sex. Correct. It has. It's healthcare not a, has nothing to do with how it happens. It's about what you do when it's happening. Like it's the how you treat the 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 problem. But because of the it way it's phrased, has nothing to do phrased, with the way it's being done. Because of the way it's phrased, the insurance company is like, "I'm really sorry, our hands are tied. You don't have a a non." able to get pregnant problem you that's have, some bullshit uh-huh that's uh-huh. some bullshit that hence the case being brought and i'm yeah. like good yeah because even if they lose um the fact that it's even being talked about is is good you know right. what i mean right obviously i hope that they win their case but yeah even if they don't we're talking about it more now than ever before in history and that's amazing it is so there okay psalm 103 of david of david I love David, don't, I don't you? He's the best. He's the bee's knees. No. He's just cherry. He's he's applesauce. He's a real piece of shit is he's what he is. He's the cat's pajamas. No. So pajamas or pajamas? I go with pajamas. I think I say pajamas, but I think that if you're going to say it belongs to the cat, it should be pajamas. The cat's yeah. pajamas. Yeah. That goes better. It does. Okay, let me say that again. I mean, it's really he's, either or, David is the cat's pajamas. Yeah. But I wear pajamas. Right. How about that? There's, there's a distinction there somewhere. I think so. Maybe. It's kind of like the Mediterranean. No, wait. No, the Caribbean or the Caribbean. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like right. the song by Enya is Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about it, it's the Caribbean Sea. Right. You know? Yep. I don't know. What do you say? I've said both. For, depending on how I'm referring to I it. I know. And I can't so. remember why, which is which, just yeah. whichever comes out of my mouth first do you say pecan or pecan 
pecan. I think I've heard you say pecan. No, you've not heard me say pecan. I think I've heard you say pecan pie. No. I hope not. You have not heard me say pecan pie. I want to say I've heard it, though. But maybe it's just somebody in your family that says it. I would imagine that to be the case because I can't imagine saying pecan pie. I can't eat. I can't imagine ever saying pecan. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Yeah, that... Explain to me why, listeners. Why do you say pecan? It's pecan. <laughs> <laughs> I just started a war. World War Three started right here. Yeah. Apologies. Okay. Okay. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, except for IVF if you're gay. Right. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? I'm going to go with not Fly God. like an eagle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with not God. Though. Not God. Not, not God. God. The Lord works righteousness and justice for the oppressed. Mm. That's what it says. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to all the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. <laughs> I, I always get pissed not, off when they say slow to anger. I'm not like, according to what I read. Just, there's definitely instances where it was not that way. It was so quick to anger. Yeah. And it was not abounding in love. No. It was irritation. Sometimes rightfully so, but still. Right. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. That sounds false. So sometimes he will accuse, and sometimes mm -hmm. he will harbor his anger for some amount of time. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. No. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I was going to say. You're a liar. You're a liar, psalmist. Yeah. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. Fear. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to yeah. be a feared. Right. As far as the east is from the west. <laughs> I mean, that's. That's ridiculous. It's kind that's of, a ridiculous statement. It's a poetic statement, but it's not like something that can be measured, obviously. <laughs> right. So far as he has removed our transgressions from us. So we're that far removed. So eternally, um, essentially. Yeah, infinity. Because it we can't are be measured. infinity rotten. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Or infinity not rotten. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. So apparently fathers are to be feared according to this as well? Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I don't either. You're, I think that's a shit way to parent. It It is. And I I tell you, as a person who grew up a feared of their parents. Right. And who still suffers PTSD because of it. <laughs> I mean, absolutely not. That is not okay. Right. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. Well, that's nice of him. I mean, since he was the one that hypothetically made us Born from dust. dust. Yeah. He should remember I'm that, I would imagine. I'm going to start calling you that. You dust. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call Christians when I'm mad at them. Mm, you dust. Damn dust pile. Uh. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. Kind of like um, um, dandelions when they're still in seed and you can just pluck them and blow them. Yeah. Um. The toddler that I babysit, we call them wishes. 
Mm-hmm. And so he, he's like, let's go pick wishes. Yeah. I love it. So cute. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. I will never, ever praise a God who wants me to fear him. That's just fucking stupid. Right, right. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, <laughs> all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, yeah. oh my soul. Yeah. Hey. That's, uh, that's a lot of praising they were doing Praise there. the Lord. Yep. Praise the Lord. Hey, this is my notes for Psalm 103, which is praise for the Lord's benefits. Yep. And it starts, bless the Lord, oh my soul. This is a hymn psalm. It has been suggested that the psalm was written in David's latter life based on the psalmist's focus on the frailty of life. Mm. So, okay. you know, as he's an old man in bed surrounded by virgins trying to keep his body warm. Yeah. 14 year old little girl virgins. Rough life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he's, he's got it bad. That's just gross. It is. The opening words, bless the Lord, O my soul, appear again at the beginning of Psalm 104, which we're about to read, suggesting a connection between these psalms. And verse 14, which I'll tell you in a minute, is often recited during a burial service. Which one do you <laughs> think it is? If you had a guess. I, I don't know. The one with the dust. Oh. Where he says, yeah, 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 yeah. dust. For he knoweth our frame. Frame? Fame. Frame. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. Get in the ground, you dead dust. Do you remember when we were, sorry, I was, do you remember when we were talking about David and he did have that young girl that was at, at his bedside or whatever. Yeah. But like they claimed over and over and over again that he did not have Never fucked her, her, couldn't fuck her, didn't never fuck her, right, couldn't. Right, right. Had no variety. They made like Viagra. a huge deal about that. Mm -hmm. Because probably, yeah, he was probably not, you know, His able to get it didn't up. didn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about that too at the time. Yeah, we did. I just, sorry, I was recalling David yeah. for just a moment there. Yeah. He so. needed the blue pill. And if he had had it, boy, he would have fucked her. Probably, probably. Yep, yep. All right, here we go. Um, last one for tonight, Psalm 104. It's a bit lengthy, so hold on to your butts. All right. Okay? Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord, oh mm -hmm. my soul. <laughs> Remember? Remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord, my God, you are very great. Not just great, but very, very great. Very great. It's like when your teacher gives you back your English paper. She doesn't just write, you got an A. You got a very A. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, you are clothed with splendor and majesty. He wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. Okay. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. These guys must see different clouds than I see. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This... I'm going to say a little bit of interesting stuff about this, though. So try to try to like soak it in. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. He set the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved. 
I like how it goes back and forth between he and you. Sometimes I'm talking about God and sometimes I'm talking directly to yeah, God. Yeah, no, and that's, that's been confusing. consistently throughout Psalms. Like they, they kind of bounce between God says slash I say. Yeah. You know, and it's very, there's no real um, marked, deline- or there's no marked um, split between when he's talking and then the other person's talking. Well, like right here it says, he set the earth on its foundation, it can never be moved. The very next sentence is, you covered it with the deep as with a garment. The water stood above the mountains. Like, well, he they were did this he... and you did that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no quote marks. There's no nothing. It's He um, he set the earth and then you covered it with the deep as with a garment. Yeah. Like, from one sentence to the next, it switches from, I'm talking about him, I'm talking to him. Right, right. Weird. Yeah. But at your rebuke, the waters fled. At the sound of your thunder, they took to flight. They flowed over the mountains. They went down into the valleys to the place you assigned for them. You set a boundary they cannot cross. Never again will they cover the earth. He makes springs pour water into the ravine. See, did it again from one paragraph to the next. Yep. You did this and then he makes springs. Right. Pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the air nest by the waters. They sing among the branches. He waters the mountains from his upper chambers. The earth is satisfied by the fruit of his work. He makes grass grow for the cattle and plants for man to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth. Wine that gladdens the heart of man, oil to make his face shine, and bread that sustains his heart. The trees of the Lord are well watered, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. There the birds make their nests, the stork has its homes in the pine trees. The high mountains belong to the wild goats. The crags are a refuge for the conies, not the hot dogs. This is just a large list of like a bunch of natural phenomena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep that in your mind. Yeah. Okay. The moon marks off the seasons. The sun knows when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away. They return and lie down in their dens. Then man goes out to his work to labor until evening. Hmm. Okay. How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and the Leviathan, which you formed to frolic there. Mm. These all look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Like this one's kind of. Pretty. I mean, it's actually yeah. No, I that's I I you'll notice I haven't really interrupted a lot because, yeah. I mean, it it almost sounds like a poem of some type, and, mm-hmm. and and I'm not. Look, I I'm not against beautiful things in the Bible. Like that's I can I can appreciate this mm-hmm. so. 
Yeah, we've got one paragraph left, so hold yeah. hold your horses. Sure. Let me get through this, and then we'll talk some more. Okay. But yeah, I just wanted to pause and say this is very enjoyable. Right. May the glory of the Lord. Oh, there it is. <laughs> May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in His works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I mean, it's still, I mean, really beautiful. It's imagery. very poetic. Yeah. yeah. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Sinners right. get fucked. Sinners right? insofar as... Well, that, right, but I mean, like, that's where this whole thing breaks down is that I who gets to judge who a sinner is. Right. You know I mean? I'm going to say pedophiles get fucked. Right. Rapists get <laughs> fucked. People who like to abuse animals get fucked. Sure. Right? Yeah. Outright murderers, right? Get fucked. Outright murderers. Okay, if you kill somebody in self-defense, are you an outright murderer? I, I guess not. I just was looking for the definition of outright in this te- term. Um, outright murderer to me is somebody who says, I don't like that guy. I'm going to murder his ass. Got it. Got That's it. an outright murderer. Right. Preconceived, you know? Sure. All right. Sorry. Uh, praise the Lord, oh my soul. Praise the Lord. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm, No, that was a very beautiful psalm. Actually, I think that might be my favorite one so far. Because you like nature a lot. I love and nature. I, I like nature. I, I particularly like that one. I still like the one that was the astronomer's. Yeah, I want to say that was like Psalm eight or gotcha. something like way back. Right, right. Yeah, but, but no, that one I, didn't really give me a lot of reason to, you know, be cranky. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is interesting though, and also I'm going to make a note here. Uh, remember when you in the intro said something about how we're getting into new ones, and then you were like, "Wait, no, they're old. They're very old." <laughs> right. Okay. It's funny that you said that. Because this is a very old one. This is a very old one. Got it. Okay. Hypothetically. So let but me get into like my notes. It feels like because it feels very almost like Eastern religion ish, mm-hmm. like Buddhist or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it feels I don't very know. um not like fire and brimstone behavior. He'll right. catch up. And be there, a fear. There was even like the meditation in there and mm-hmm. like everything. Like it was, it was a different tone. It was a very different tone. I I very much like this one. Yeah. Okay. Psalm 104 is the Lord's care for his creation. And it starts, bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. And this is one of the longer Psalms, but not the longest. We're going to be hitting those shortly. Okay. Okay. The subject matter is closely related to the first Genesis creation narrative, where likewise the waters are separated before the creation of the sun and the moon. Okay. Okay. So... Um, then there was a note that said related that is to Genesis chapter one, which is chronologically younger than the second version in Genesis two. Because yeah. remember, there's two right, right. Genesis stories. Yep. This is related to in, the earlier to, one. in comparison to the earlier one. Okay. It is also related to older written accounts of creation from the ancient Near East, from hmm. Mesopotamian and Egyptian. Very interesting. Right. In particular, the Egyptian great hymn to the Aten, that's A-T-E-N, so apologies if I'm mispronouncing it, but he was uh, dated to 14th century B.C., and it this that hymn to the Aten, which is a god, a yeah. sun disc god, right. is frequently cited as a predecessor to Psalm 104. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting that... 
you were like, this feels older. This feels more nature. This feels more Eastern. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. So then I was like, okay, hold on a sec. What is the great hymn to the Aten? What the fuck? What? Huh? Right. Since this is like supposed to be like come from that, I, I needed to know. So what is that again now? Okay. Yeah. So great hymn to the Aten is the longest of a number of hymn poems written to the sun disc deity Aten was composed in the middle of the 14th century BC and it is varyingly attributed to the 18th dynasty pharaoh Akhenaten or his courtiers depending on the version who radically changed to traditional forms of Egyptian religion by replacing them with Atenism. Hmm. It has been called one of the most significant and splendid pieces of poetry to survive from the pre-Homeric world. Interesting. How have I never heard of this, right? right? Yeah. It was found in the tomb of the courtier and later pharaoh A. A. <laughs> A-Y. A. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The 18th century pharaoh Akhenaten forbade the worship of other gods, a radical departure from the centuries of Egyptian religious practice. So this is... I'm going to stop you for just a second. Mm -hmm. To me, this is very interesting because mm -hmm. this is predating a lot of Christianity and God and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that that psalm is maybe attributed as a um, offshoot of that poetry from uh, whatever that was, mm -hmm. the the it, it seems that some of this might be influencing ideas of what Judaism might have come from. Mm-hmm. In some form or fashion. Yes. That's really interesting. Right? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I I don't know where to go with that. I don't know enough about this to, to speak more intelligently about it. It just but, means that once again, Judaism and then Christianity and um, Muslim religions, like all of them together collectively stole from a lot of earlier religions. Yeah. I no, mean, and that, that's that's where I was. Proof. I mean, yeah, that that's where yeah. I was going with it. Is that it? Just it's very. This intriguing. seems to be this seems to be like one of the nicer ones that they yeah. stole from. And and it would it would really intrigue me to read a how does this you know thing that happened in Egypt relate to Judaism and how did it affect it? I know? am going to jump ahead and and spoilers give you a little bit of a note that not all scholars agree okay. that. That influenced this. Okay. okay, good to know. But I will good get there in a second. I sure. just wanted to cut you off before you... Go too far with it? Yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay, so Akhenaten's religious reforms later regarded heretical and reversed under his successor, Pharaoh Tutankhamun, you know, King Tut, Right. have been described by some scholars as monotheistic, though others consider them to be henotheistic. And okay. I was like... The fuck is henotheism? Sure. Okay. Henotheism is the worship of a primary god or gods that does not deny the existence or possible existence of other deities. So it says these other gods do exist, but ours, this one is the biggest, baddest motherfucker out there. But that tracks with like the whole Elohim, you mm -hmm. know, version of God as well. Mm-hmm. So... That's, Christianity as a whole. Well, yes. Judaism at the very least. Yes, yes. Because, let's be honest, Christianity adopted the Yahweh God, not mm -hmm. the Elohim. That is true. That is true. So. But, yeah. you're No, you're absolutely right. Judaism definitely 
I would say was henotheistic, even if nobody else would say that. Right. No, because I, ag- they're I like, agree. Other gods at exist. At least, at least the early forms of it. Mm-hmm. For other sure. gods exist. This one's the biggest, baddest. And there was many different groups of Judaism out there. Mm-hmm. So, like, the one that survived is more of a Yahweh sect. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that there weren't others that existed that were more okay in that light. Let me follow that up with my next sentence. Sure. Henotheism, the term and study thereof, was originally intended to describe the worship of a god that was restricted to a specific geographical area. (laughs) Pause. Salah, bitches. (laughs) Sounds very familiar to me. Does it not? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, our idol here is bigger than your idol over there. Right. And keep your idol away from us. Well, and let's be honest. So, again, in a lot of the earlier versions of the Bible, and a lot of, like, the very, the Mo- Moses versions of the Bible, the mm-hmm. Moses, the Deuteronomy, Deuteron- Deuteronomistic history and all that, mm-hmm. right? The idea that God was a local God mm-hmm. was a lot more prevalent than it has like it's 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 morphing into more of the Yahweh version of God, uh-huh. like what we've been reading lately. Yeah. So it it it's very interesting that the early versions were much more that than it, the the evolution of God in the Bible itself mm-hmm. is very intriguing to me. It is and, because I did not know that that's what we were going to find. Right. In when we started this, I did not know that we were going to find different versions of God. And an evolution of how God is described, defined, worshipped, viewed, feared, adored. Like, I didn't understand that. I, well, I that, just didn't know. Right. And that, that whole difference between the types of gods and how it has evolved, mm-hmm. it, it lends to how people are able to take different meanings from the Bible because the God itself that is described in the Bible is different things throughout the Bible. Right. And even as we get into New Testament, which we haven't got to, obviously. Right. It's going to become something else yet again. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's a continuously morphing version of what God is. It's almost like when somebody says that, you know, they believe in God and that they're Christian, it's almost like, okay, but which one do you believe? Right. Yeah. Like, do you believe in you know, Yahweh or Elohim, are you And it's more a fair the, question. Yeah, yeah. It's a fair question. It is, but it's not one that I've ever heard, and I'm really kind of perturbed. Well, because people it took that are... Me, it took me fucking reading this on our own to discover, like, not only are they cherry-picking what verses they want to read, they're cherry-picking which fucking God they want to believe in on any day of the fucking week. I just wish there was... I think it would be a lot more healthy relationship that Christians and and Jewish people would have with their God if they had real conversations and real intellectual and philosophical conversations about what the text and and context of everything meant. Mm-hmm. And instead of just relying on apologists to explain things in a specific right. way, right? You know, mm-hmm. that why not? At why is it? Why is it so? wrong to ask questions about god in the bible like why do people get upset when you ask them questions because it is weird this shit is weird right right and i'm sorry it just is it is i mean there's nothing there's nothing normal about this stuff right it's all very cuckoo beans yeah 
Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. Um, anyway, some scholars believe both Akhenaten's hymn and the Hebrew Psalm, Psalm 104, yeah. were derived from a common Syrian source. Okay. So they, they both came from the same place as one theory. Sure. Or else that Psalm 104 is derived from the Pharaoh's original poem, hmm. which that is also a thing that could, right, I right. could totally believe. Yeah. However, um, others say that the resemblances are more likely to be the result of the often generic similarity between Egyptian hymns and biblical psalms. Okay. And that a specific, quote, literary interdependence is not probable. Okay. Um, so, I don't... I mean, regardless, it was definitely an older psalm. Yeah. Like, I, I can tell that for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, just based on the fact that it is more related to Genesis chapter 1. Right. Genesis chapter 1 is older. Yeah. You know? And it is still one of my favorites that we've heard so far. Yeah. And just just by the mere nature of the mere nature. The nature of the nature. <laughs> the nature of the nature, yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. So. Observant Jews recite Psalm 104 in its entirety every day during morning services huh. and on certain occasions such as the new moon. Which Interesting. Right? Yeah. I mean, it I, does talk about... Um, the moon and yeah stuff, it did so. and we didn't even really get into that but like that kind of lends to more of a pagan aspect to mm -hmm. um the whole you know religion in general which early judaism was more pagan it was it was and it I, it's just it's it's right there yeah. you know it's right there to it's, read anytime you want to and it, it just it's kind of amazing i have one final note that you will absolutely love okay I think. all right Musician Bob Marley yeah. believed that cannabis use was prevalent in the Bible, reading passages such as the 14th verse of Psalm 104 as showing approval of its usage. Oh. Now, this is slightly different from the translation that we read. Okay. So I was looking for it to see if this like popped up yeah. while I was reading, and it didn't. Got so. it, got it. Um, but the 14th verse... Um, I'm assuming this is from like the King James Version? The King James Version okay. says, He causeth the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth. Huh. <laughs> and so Bob Marley's like, it says right there that the herbs for the man to use. Right, Shit, right. man. Yeah. You know? No, good on so, him, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people use the Bible for all kinds of things. At least you can use it for some good there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like it says right in the Bible that cannabis is for us to use. Yeah. Yeah. What you going to do? You got anything else for us? That is it. Okay. That was my final note. I thought we could end on Bob Marley because No, I that we was should always end on Bob Marley. I mean, that would be ideal, but Right. You know. Right. Right. So that was Psalms uh 102 through 104? Correct. And tomorrow we will be back with... Okay, tomorrow's going to be a little odd. Okay. Because we will go back in history a little oh, bit. Oh, that's right. This is where we go back to 86, isn't no, it? No, 78. So, so close. So not, not really, close at not all. Not close at all. No. 78. Um, we skipped over 78 because it's one of the historical psalms. Okay. So we're going to read that one, Psalm 105 and Psalm 106. And they're all a bit lengthy, not undoable but longer than we like. But that will conclude book four of the book of Psalms. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're trucking right along here. We really are. All right. Well, that being said, we will see you guys tomorrow. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye.
Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.